Welcome to a Hurts Like a Mother podcast, where we celebrate the joys and pains of motherhood to share the message that we aren't alone in this journey. I am Megan Hansen, mom to six-year-old triplets, registered nurse, and certified integrative health coach. Welcome to episode six, why I sent my daughter to therapy. This is a big one. (laughs) If any of you have a daughter, you know the emotions that can come along with parenting said daughter. So I hope you can commiserate a little bit with me on this. And hopefully we can all learn something together in the process of kind of debriefing all this. So let me give you some background on my daughter. Her name is Katie, Caitlin. She is six, going to be seven in February, and she was my last triplet to be born. She was the smallest. She still is the smallest. And she was the only baby that was delivered breech. And I always tell her that she was very stubborn. And the doctor had to reach up in there and grab her. And when she was born, she refused to breathe. So that kind of gives you an example of her personality. I call her my Sour Patch Kid. She's the sweetest, most loving child. She adores our dogs, Artie and Fred. When she was a toddler, she would gather her Cabbage Patch babies and put them to bed and cradle them and wrap them and sing to them. Even when she could barely talk, she would jabber off little stories to them. However, she is also piss and vinegar. <laughs> Very opinionated. Doesn't like when she doesn't get her way because she thinks her way is the correct way. My husband always says that she is a combination of our all of our worst qualities. <laughs> And, you know, we started noticing some behavioral issues with, with Katie about a year ago, they were in a Montessori program. And we noticed when her teachers would leave, whether to go to like conferences or be gone for a week needing a substitute teacher, Katie would have behavioral issues that would disrupt her school day. And I'm just putting it nicely, but she would have full on rage episodes at school. We would get constant calls from the teachers, the school director about her behavior being so disruptive. And one instance, the director was sitting with Katie, calming her down. And Katie reached down to the ground for something. And she ended up wiping bird poop on the director's jacket just to be spiteful. And she would throw things, yell, scream. It was just bad. So we had to pick her up from school repeatedly. And I was given the response on the phone that they were not trained to, quote, handle her behavior, quote. So if the schools didn't know what to do, I sure shit didn't know what to do either. (laughs) It was my first time having children. There is only so much parenting blogs can give you. And I felt ill prepared. And because I was ill prepared, I was, you know, 
stressed and trying to just figure, figure things out. And during all of these behavioral issues, she would also wake up every night around midnight, come into our room. And we've never been a co-sleeping family because of the logistics involved with triplets, but she would attempt to get into our bed. And when we would tell her no, she would go into a full rage episode at midnight. So you can imagine the cortisol spike there. But she would yell, scream, throw things, pound her feet against the wall. She actually tipped over the guest room mattress. She ripped off the full-size mattress from the frame and threw it to the ground. If you can imagine a 40-pound six-year-old in a rage episode, essentially flipping a mattress, that's Katie. So to say that we had peaceful nights sleep was, that was not happening. So we had to figure it out. And part of that was getting into therapy. I wasn't sure how a six-year-old would respond to therapy, but we essentially had no choice. So to get her started immediately, we found someone locally and we paid out of pocket. We were at the point that we didn't care how much it was going to cost. We wanted to get her help with the hope that getting her help would help our situation out as parents. And also we'd be investing in her future to help her regulate her own emotions. And honestly, just, we, we wanted her to help, help her not be a bitch anymore. Let's just be real. <laughs> So luckily she connected pretty well right away with her therapist, Christy, and she was helping Katie immediately help identify her emotions. Uh, it, it came down to the fact that Katie had a hard time identifying her emotions, feeling those emotions and verbalizing her emotions. So she would feel something and she wouldn't feel good inside, but because she didn't feel good inside, she would act up because of that negative feeling inside. So we were started working on helping her identify the emotion and have other coping mechanisms to deal with those emotions, which is huge, right? Like adults still have this issue. We feel this negativity and what do we do? Like we have to figure out how to get rid of this feeling. So we turn to food, we turn to alcohol. In my case, I turn to working out, <laughs> journaling, reading, yoga. All of these things are tools we can use when we are having these emotional episodes. But as a six-year-old, she didn't know how to deal. And I totally get that. Something I'll put in the show notes is a resource that the therapist recommended and they are called the little spot of emotions. You can look them up on Amazon, but there are little spot books that basically identify each emotion from like happiness, joy, anxiety, anger, and they make, they break down each emotion into easy to digest descriptions for kids that they can relate to. And one of the little sets comes with little plush toys so they can have like a tangible way to identify that emotion. So it's been pretty helpful for Katie. So I'll put that in the show notes if you guys want to check those out. Something we tried around the same time that we started talk therapy 
is I had Katie sit with me through an emotion code session. So if you're not sure what emotion code is, it is a energy healing method. And its aim is to correct any imbalances you might be having, whether those imbalances be physical, emotional, spiritual. And it's a little woo-woo. I'm going to be completely honest with you. It's a little woo-woo, but this shit worked. And I tried it for myself and had amazing results, which I can get to shortly or maybe in another episode. We'll see how this goes. But because I had great success with it, I wanted to bring in Katie on the same experience. And I think it was helpful for Katie as well. So let me tell you how it went down. We had a session set up through Zoom and the energy healer therapist, we'll call her, basically connected to Katie's energy and worked through the different body systems to identify any blocked emotional energy. It's super crazy. Bear with me. (laughs) If you're not familiar with this, it sounds a little out there. But you know what? When you are at your wit's end, you will try anything, right? And I think being open to trying new things is a great way to make growth, solve problems, because you never know where that's going to lead you. You know, maybe you try one thing and it's not exactly going to work for you, but maybe it leads you down another path to find something else. So I was just open to anything at this time. But she essentially, I'm looking at her, I took notes during her session, but specifically for Katie, she found that Katie is especially sensitive to other people's energy. But because of Katie's personality, she would be super receptive to all of these negative emotions around her. For example, a kid at school. If the kid at school is having a bad day, she would feel that energy from the other kid, absorb it. And over time, you know, that cumulative absorption of other people's negativity would get to Katie. And I think because she had a lot of blockages in her energy fields, it was not helping her get through all of her emotions. So this therapist essentially unblocked a lot of her negative energies that she had. And I don't know if you've heard of generational trauma, but there is some research on how your ancestors, if they had a negative experience or trauma, that that traumatic response can actually be coded in your DNA and manifest generations later. So this therapist actually found trapped emotion related to grief. Now get this. She found it on my husband's maternal grandmother's side. And what's interesting, so I called my mother-in-law after her session. I said, hey, like, can you tell me about this relative? And she didn't know her that well because her mother had left the family at a very early age, but she did say that her husband at the time was killed in a farm accident. And so there was a trauma involved for sure. And a lot of grief. So it was very interesting that, you know, maybe there was a little bit of truth to this negative energy that was maybe in Katie's DNA. I don't know. So whether or not you believe in that, 
you know, that's fine. But I will say this, that after the session, Katie slept in her own bed for a few nights and working through therapy for several sessions, she started sleeping in her bed more often. There were less and less rage episodes. And when she would have a rage episode, they would be uh, shorter, less intense, and we'd be able to, you know, help work with her to calm her down quicker. So right now we're able to kind of space out her appointments to every three weeks or so. And we're hoping to space them out even more as she gets a little older. So the purpose of me kind of going through this is just to kind of say, it's okay to reach out for help. And there are people there that present an open, non-judgmental space for you to unload on them. And how often do we get that opportunity to say things out loud to a stranger that maybe we wouldn't ever tell our partner, our parents, our siblings, our friends. And I've had experiences with therapists myself that have helped me work through some things. And sometimes it takes them just asking a simple question and it makes you pause and think about that question. And sometimes just having someone ask you that helps you figure out your garbage, helps you figure out your situation. So all this to say, parenting is hard. And if you are going through a hard season with your kids, we're in this together and you're not alone. And there's hope that things will get better. And you just got to work at it sometimes. I'm I'm praying that this work we're doing with Katie right now will benefit all of us in the long run and benefit her future mental and emotional help. So I'd love to hear the difficulties you're having currently with any of your kids. Send me a message. I love Instagram. It's my favorite. If you're on Instagram, you can DM me. I'm at at best underscore life underscore health underscore coaching. And you can also reach out to me via email. It's bestlifehealth365 at gmail.com. So we are still doing the December challenge. If you want to leave a review on Apple Podcasts, with make sure you include your full name. I will pull a name at the end of the month and one person will receive a free month of health coaching from me. I'm super excited to have that offer to you. So get your reviewing on and we'll see who wins this bad boy. So until next time, happy healing, happy loving, and be well, friends.